In our last study, we examined the opening verses in Paul's letter to the Philippians. Today on Drawing Near, Paul begins to share with the church his gratitude and affection for them. These are expressed primarily in his prayers for the saints in Philippi. So let's take our Bibles and open them to Philippians chapter 1 as we study a prayer of joy. In preparation for our study today, let's pray together. Father in heaven, we come before you today humbly, acknowledging our need for your presence and your work in our lives. We are an unfinished product. We acknowledge, Father, that apart from your grace and your mercy in our lives, we are completely undone. Help us, Father, to deal with temptation and the circumstances of our life today in such a way that honors and glorifies you. For whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, we're to do it all for your glory. The world is to see our good works and glorify you. So help us, Father, as we live today to glorify you. And Father, we ask that you guide us through the presence of your Holy Spirit and through the teaching of your word to be faithful disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask these things today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So as we begin our study today, let's read Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. Paul writes, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Prayer is a mystical, confusing subject for many believers. For many believers, prayer is something someone else does for them. Whether giving thanks for a meal or praying for them, a lot of people will ask others to pray for them or for their friends or for their family, or prayer is something that happens in church. It's true that prayer is a very spiritual activity, but our spiritual activity should not be confined to times of need or church services, or just special occasions when we give thanks to God. Prayer should be a constant part of our lives. We're told in the book of Thessalonians that we are to pray without ceasing. That's not just pastors or teachers. It's not just biblical characters. All of us are to pray without ceasing. So what is prayer? Well, prayer is being in constant communication with God. Now, that doesn't have to be our lips moving, words coming out of our mouth. It can be the attitudes of our heart directed toward God in gratitude or in sorrow or need. It can be our thoughts. God is to be connected to everything we do all the time, not just on his part being connected to us, but on our part being connected to him. We have this podcast because drawing near to God, he will draw near to us. We're to constantly be drawing near to him. The reason for this is we are constantly in need of his strength, his guidance, his wisdom, his presence. We need God all the time. Those around us need God all the time. So those around us need us to be praying for them. Take a look at verse 3 of Philippians chapter 1. Paul writes to the church at Philippi, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, 
making requests for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. So often in Paul's letters, he talks about praying for the people he's writing to and his thankfulness to God for them. I think that happens so often when we read Paul's letters that we just pass over it like something Paul just says to them. I believe Paul was a man of deep, prayerful conviction. And when he says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, what he's saying is, every time he thinks of the people in Philippi, the church as a whole, individuals within the church, he is thankful to God for them. Every time he remembers them, his first thought of them is gratitude to God. Now, what that says is, Paul was aware that it was God who brought the Philippian people into his life, and it is God who is working in and through them to minister to Paul. So he is thankful to God for them. We need to learn from this. Every single person in your life is a gift from God. Now, pay attention. That means all of those who love you and care for you and are positive toward you are a gift to you from God, but also those who are challenging to you, who are critical, who are negative. These individuals are also a gift from God. How is that the case? Well, the negative individuals in your life put pressure on your life, and they cause you to be loving and kind and gentle and long-suffering in the face of adversity. We need to be thankful for everyone in our life because everyone in our life serves a purpose from God. And as we're thankful for these individuals, those who are positive and encouraging, who build up, and those who are negative and tear down, as we are thankful to God for his work in our lives through these individuals, we need to be praying for God to continue his work in these individuals, to continue to save, to encourage, to strengthen, to mature, especially those who are lost without Christ. They need Jesus, and they need us to faithfully and lovingly pray to God for their salvation. We need to spend a great deal of time in our prayers in thankfulness. Verse 4 tells us that not only was Paul thankful for the Philippians, but he says, Always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy. As Paul prays for the people in Philippi, he's asking God to work in their lives. He's asking God to do specific things. And we've covered that. As we are thankful for people in our lives, we need to be praying for them. We need to be asking God to specifically do his will in their lives. But notice that Paul says he makes all of his requests for these people with joy. Now, there are people who bring joy to our hearts and lives by the way they serve the Lord, by the way they bless our lives. Those individuals, as we are praying for them, we can pray for them with joy. We are to allow the joy in our hearts to fill our prayers to God on their behalf. And so Paul was filled with joy when he thought of them. He was grateful for the Philippian church. And as he prayed for them, he prayed for them with a heart full of joy toward the Lord. But notice in verse 5, here's why he was so joyful. 
for their fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. The letter to the Philippians is truly a thank you note. Paul is writing to tell them, among other things, how grateful he is to them for all of their spiritual and material support during his ministry, especially during his imprisonment. Over and over again, the people in Philippi had remembered Paul and had generously and lovingly, every time they had opportunity, had shared with him. This means a great deal for anyone in the ministry, but it means especially a great deal for those who are suffering in the ministry. To know that others are praying for you, that others are thinking of you, loving you, and are trying to encourage you in your work, that's a tremendous blessing. And it gives the individual, the recipient of all of this, an opportunity to not only be thankful, but to be thankful with joy to the Lord for the Lord's work in the lives of those who minister to the minister. Now, I want to say this. The greatest gift anyone can give to a minister, and I'm not just talking about those who are pastors and teachers in the church. All of us are to be ministers in someone else's life. The greatest gift we can give to those who minister to us, whether it's our parents, our grandparents, uh, family members, special friends, Sunday school teachers, anyone who truly ministers on behalf of God in our life, the greatest gift we can give to them is to live for the Lord Jesus Christ. We honor our parents. We honor our pastors. We honor those who minister and pour themselves into our lives by becoming more like Jesus every day. That should be the goal of the minister as they care for us. And the greatest gift we can give to them is to see that their efforts, their prayers, their ministry on our behalf results in mature Christian fruitfulness. So let's pray. And as we pray, let's be thankful and joyous for those individuals God has blessed our life with. Let's be thankful for those who encourage and give and are generous with their lives. But let's also be thankful for those who challenge us by the way they treat us to be more like Jesus and to live out the love of Christ day by day. Father in heaven, we do thank you for the people in our lives. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ who gave his life for us. And we thank you for all of those people in our lives who live like Jesus on our behalf, who love, who give, who serve, who are so patient and kind and loving toward us. And yes, Father, we thank you for those who challenge us to be loving, patient, and kind. Lord, we pray that we can live out and reflect the light of Jesus Christ in this dark and sinful world. Help us, Father, to spend more time talking to you knowing that you desire our fellowship with you and that you answer our prayers. Help us, Father, to know the blessed fellowship that only believers can know. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this passage. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.